I am that I am. Atomus of sovereign domain. Welcome to Amyo. Welcome to your natural state of being. Fully trusting in yourself, in spirit, in the blessings and the magic of all of creation. Hmm. Could you feel things just settle down a little bit? As the music was playing, as thousands and thousands – you don't need to move, sir. There's no money in it for you. <laughs> thousands and thousands of people, humans, awakening humans all around the world joined in. Let's take a deep breath in this sacred space of Amyo, the natural state of being. Actually, without worry, without anxiety, Amyo is a state where there is actually no effort. No effort. Imagine that. Imagine the effortless life. I mean, really, imagine it for a moment. It's not going to happen unless you start imagining it. Hmm. No effort. Hmm. Can you handle that, Charlie? Can you handle that? Speak up. Speak up, good man. Can you handle no effort in your life? Uh, the cane, please. Thank you. No, the cane. Thank you. Hmm. I have to have my props for today. Uh, mm. No effort. So, dear Chambra, let's start the day with some – oh, I like this. <laughs> Let's start the day with some <laughs> infusing. Some infusing. But I'm going to infuse into you if I could. Do you trust me? Yes. Mm. Um, mm. Good, good. <laughs> good. So let me explain the dynamics here when Caldra. Oh, yeah, this is very nice. When Caldra is. Um, <laughs> when Kaldra is going into uh, what you call this channel state, uh, there is a there's a surrender that takes place. Um, I I assume he trusts me to come into his body and mind and spirit, so we meld together. I infuse my energy deep within him. Hmm. Infuse my energy deep within him, and then we do this beautiful melt. So what you see here is Adamas, Kaldra, lovely Linda, and now how about you? How about I infuse into you? Hmm. And then we create this amazing thing, which we've been doing for a while, called a shout, where we become together. Not let's not call it one, but where we are in sync and in harmony. So, I would like to infuse right into you, right in through 
Kathleen, if I could get you to stand for a moment. Right in through your belly button. Yeah, I'm going to plug in. That's what it's there for. We have the socket. I'm going to plug in. You see, I say that so you don't do it through your head. You're doing it right through your belly button. So go ahead and sit, dear, and let's do it. I'm going to breathe into you, infuse my energy, open, open so that we can work together even more closely. When you see Calder and Linda up here, they, they allow me to infuse into their physical body, then into their mind, then into their spirit. So we do this dance together. We do this uh, pairing or harmony together. Let's all of us do it, including everyone watching today, listening. You're, just because you're on the other side of the world, just because you're somewhere else, doesn't mean – over here – it <laughs> doesn't mean that we're – that's strange – being shot once again by a brother. But funny it doesn't hurt this time. So for everybody listening in, watching in, we're going to infuse right through your belly button. So let's do it. Take a deep breath and relax. This doesn't hurt, I don't think. I'm going to breathe in my, my essence into you, from God to God, from soul to soul. Sacred being to sacred being, let me join you right in there. Take a deep breath. Oh, that, that belly button, that navel has been inactive for a long time. You clean it occasionally, but occasionally, <laughs> but not so often. Take a deep breath and let me join each and every one of you. Let me come into your mind as well. It's been sacred territory for a lot of you. Gently, gently, we meld together. Let me come into your spirit, the core, the essence, so you can know me in a bit different way. I can know you with total openness, total compassion, total love. See, this is the way it's supposed to be. This is the way it used to be. No feeding, no agendas, just compassion and love. Infuse myself into you so you can experience every part of me. So you can experience my experiences. And so that I can feel yours. Just let me infuse for a moment here.
Now that takes some amyo. That takes some amyo to trust yourself so much that you can let somebody else in that closely. Mm. Mm, I like that. <laughs> so it takes it takes real trust that nobody can ever hurt you again. Nobody can ever hurt you again. That's that probably seems a little incredible here today. Some of you have been hurt recently. But really when you can get to that point of pure amyo, trust, nobody can ever, ever, ever hurt you. Because so you're you're so clear with yourself, there's nothing to resist, there's nothing to fear, there's nothing to battle anymore. Yes, yes, nothing to battle anymore. I wasn't talking to the exit sign there. Nothing to battle. That's a natural. It's the natural state. Actually, you're you're not necessarily trying to achieve it. You're just trying to bring it back through. There was a time. There was a time when you could let another being into your heart, into your soul, without fear, without worrying that they were going to take from you. It's gotten. It's gotten put down, run out, fenced off, walled in, whatever you want to say, but all this um, difficult, challenging experience, all the heartbreaks and the pain and the agony, and part of you still wonders, is it going to happen again? When will it happen again? Some of you still feel it's inevitable, because it's happened before, it's going to happen again. But what if? What if you can imagine for a moment doesn't ever have to happen again. Not because you're tough and strong. Not because you have a lot of spiritual cliches to use for your, um, for your defense. But because you trust yourself that much, that deeply, nothing can ever, ever hurt you. Ever take anything away from you. Ever suppress you or enslave you again. And it's real. It's very, very real. Very real. Unless you want it to happen. We'll talk about that in just a moment. So welcome to this classroom of the new energy. Welcome to, to you. To you. What, what you're learning. It's a, I had a question asked the other night in one of our interviews. Adamus, how come you're so nice tonight? <laughs> Simple. It was a nice audience. <laughs> and that's so very true, because in this new energy, there's nothing, that, there's nothing that you don't already know, nothing that any of the other masters or uh, ascended beings uh, have anything any better than you. But what, what happens when we gather like this? We join our energies together. And in a sense, you're making a request specifically for where you are. You're sending a message, uh, 
shortly in advance or when we go into this shout energy saying, here's what I need to know about today. It's amazing. We just went about two levels deeper or broader, as you can say, by allowing me to infuse myself in you. And then at the end, you can exhale. When Andra does the breathing at the end of this gathering, then exhale. Release me. Oh, please don't keep me inside. I have things to do later. (laughs) Release me. But the experience uh, remains, or the, the feeling remains. So today we're going to cover some important things, as always. So we're going to talk about some of the, well, four energy dynamics taking place right now. This is you. These are the four dynamics taking place. But before we do, before we go into these, because you're all asking, what's going on lately? What's this all about? Part of you loves it, part of you is confused, part of you doesn't know what to do with it. So we'll talk about that today. Before we do that, let's, let's take a little journey together. Imagine, oh, I love imagination. Imagination is the expression of spirit, it's the flow of energy. Imagination has been so suppressed, uh, such a, what a, what a mental world. I, I actually don't know if I could come back like Tobias did. It's an, the world has become so unimaginative, uncreative, by-the-book, structured, boring, boring. And, and actually, you know what? Because it's actually kind of boring out there in a way, sometimes you do things to break the boredom. A little drama, a little excitement, a little chaos, a little panic. I would too. <laughs> the world has gotten so mechanical and, and literal. It's gotten so unimaginative. You have to escape in your dreams at night to get just a little bit of imagination. So you go out into the other realms and dream of all these crazy bizarre things, and then you come back in the morning and say, what was that all about? Well, it was an imagination fart that you did (laughs) while you were sleeping. You had to let it out. Sorry, David, I didn't mean to do that right in front of you. So let's take a journey. Use the imagination. We're going to take a journey underwater. Why not? Water is a great place. To do so, please don or put on a scuba outfit. We're going to go deep. So you'll need it. A wetsuit, the appropriate gear, the tanks, scuba tanks, air tanks, the mask. Go ahead, imagine yourself putting them on. It's not a fashion show. You don't have to select different colors, unless you want to, of course. So you just hop right in. You don't have to go through each individual motion. You know what? You can imagine like that, that you're in the suit. Some of you get very literal. First, I have to put on the pants. And no, 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 no. You're in the suit now, you see? Whoa, feels good. Put the mask over your face. Suddenly, we're out on a boat in the middle of the ocean, beautiful, clear, warm waters for our expedition today. And, and you online, you can join us here. This isn't just about Cold Creek Canyon. It's about all of you. So let's fall in now. You know how they do it? You kind of go backwards over the boat. Let's fall in. And as you do, allow yourself to feel the sensation of the water. 
the sudden change in reality. What it's like now to start breathing through the oxygen mask. Seeing through the mask into the water where things aren't as clear as they were up above. Take a deep breath, ha, huh, with the scuba gear on. It's a little different. It doesn't work quite the same. Hear that. From the scuba apparatus working for you. Get comfortable with this gear. Flip your feet a little bit. Yes, you have those flippers on. Flip them, see how the feet work. And let's start descending, going down. Oh, yes, I forgot to tell you, you have weights on your feet. They help you go down a little bit easier. And let's start, let's go down to about five meters. It's about 15 feet. Let's go down and feel the difference in the surroundings. The light is more diffused. There's pressure on your body coming from the gravitational forces of the water at this depth. The breathing becomes a little different because suddenly there's in more pressure on your chest. A little bit different to breathe here. Take a deep breath through that snorkeling gear. And look around. Still beautiful sunlight coming in from up above, but definitely things are much more diffused. Not the clarity that they had up above. Let's take a deep breath and let's go down to about 10 meters. You suddenly find yourself there. This is safe. You're with a group. Down to 10 meters and be aware of the difference. Much more pressure on your physical body. Suddenly become aware of every part of your physical being because there's a pressure on it. Less sunlight. Water is cooler. Breathing even more difficult. Take a deep breath. All the way down, all the way down into your belly. Take a deep breath. And let's go a little deeper. Let's go down to 15 meters. Let yourself descend, drop down. And again, now the pressure on your physical body starts becoming almost painful. The water is so thick, dense, so much gravity here that it feels like it's restricting your movements, feels like it's working on your bones and joints. Everything that, that was hurting slightly before now is accentuated, hurts even more. Breathing, much more difficult. Feel yourself almost panicking for breath. Much, much less sunlight. Part of you is wishing that the lights would suddenly come on, but down here it's much darker. Because of the lack of oxygen, you start to feel a little 
delirious, unbalanced. Some of you may feel a little anxiety, wanting to get back up to the top. But after a few moments down here, you start adjusting. You start getting used to it. Don't necessarily like it, but it's the way it is. That intense pressure, because of the depth of water we're in, is affecting your body, the way it handles and processes oxygen, the way it responds. The mind is confused, because it's not the norm. But here we are. Waters are relatively calm until suddenly they start swirling in every different direction. It seems that there is some sort of underwater stress, currents, tensions, and the water is now coming at you from every different angle. It feels like it's taking your body and trying to spin it one way and then the next. Suddenly you can hardly see anything. The light from up above is nothing but a faint faint light. feel like you're being turned upside down, and suddenly you start to see sharks. You're not sure if they're real, or if you're imagining them in this semi-delirious state that you're in. And let's stop right there. That's what basically you're experiencing in life right now, at this moment. Just stay, stay down here. We're not going to go back up right away. Anytime you're comfortable, you can open your eyes again. But point number one, what's going on right now? Intense pressure. Intense. There is so much energy coming in, going out right now, so much movement like the swirling waters. There are energies being released from Earth that are millions of years old, tens of thousands of years old, the bones of the buried ones including yourself, are leaving. Some of the animal species are leaving, and you're feeling that. There are energies coming in from what you would call the, the uh, physical universe. Solar flares, magnetic energies like never before. The poles of the Earth are starting. They're shifting right now. They're big shifting, and you're feeling that. It's affecting your physical body. Your physical body that had gotten accustomed to this descent down to Earth eons of time ago, when you took on your first human physical incarnations, your body got used to that unnatural state, just like it gets used to going down deep into the water. After a while, you get accustomed to the lack of breath. You get accustomed to the pressure on your body. You get accustomed to the disorientation. That's what you've done in all your physical incarnations. You've gotten used to being below the surface in an unnatural state. And just when you thought that you knew how to handle it, everything starts changing again. There are energies coming in from the physical universe. Say this is Earth. There are energies coming in from the physical universe. and the invisible universe right now, like never before. They are, in one hand, driving out energies, or helping to propel energies out that have been stuck for a long time. 
you're right in the middle of all this. On top of that, your own aspects coming and going, uh, your, your own reworking of your DNA, the, the, the very structure of and the very patterns of yourself getting totally twisted the other way, and you're feeling it. This past month in particular, the energies have been at an all-time high. There are no earthly instruments right now that can accurately measure these, but from our uh, vantage point in the, in the other realms, we can feel it. It's uncomfortable for those of us who go back and forth between the realms, that uh, come into the physical realm from time to time. I haven't done much um, uh, infusing into physical bodies lately. I used to come in for two, three days at a time, because the energies are so challenging right now. I don't necessarily want to spend much time in, in physical reality. We have our meetings on the other side now. So you're feeling all this. What? But here's what happens. You're feeling it in the body. It's, What's wrong with my body? It must be giving out. Adama said I was going to be okay. And now my body is falling apart. The body hurts. You get up in the morning and say, what is that all about? The neck. And now, now you're getting it in the feet. You're getting it so intense that sometimes your hands and your feet start to go numb, shutting down, because it's so intense. Your teeth, your mouth, all of those, feeling the intense energies. What's wrong? And then, let's not get gross, but the, the sinuses. Thank you. On cue. The sinuses are acting up, plugged up in the eyes, and, and then, then what's happening down here? Uh, <laughs> ah, whoa, what is that about? And you wonder what's wrong with me. Then you get crazy thoughts, and you think, "Oh, I need to get back for another shout. I need to. I need a tune-up here in the energy because I'm really going crazy. I'm really falling apart." Well, yes, you are, but I'm really, I'm really going crazy. And then you have these you, these talks with yourself. Uh, and it's like, no, I'm a good person. No, you're a bad person. I'm trying to do good. You're screwing up. <laughs> and then you think, hang on, I went through all of this for 10 years. Yeah, and they tell us we're doing okay, but geez, this doesn't make any sense. Well, obviously not. If you could really understand the intensity of all these energies, the energies coming in, the energies go going out, and the swirling that it causes here on your planet, not only on your planet, but in the near-Earth realm surrounding your planet, is like a hornet's nest right now. It's really difficult. If you have a loved one who has crossed over recently or is going to cross over, please spend a little time with them out there. They're having it tougher than you have it here. It is crazy out there. It, it, is, it is bizarre, and it is good. It is good. It's appropriate. It's all about the grandest change in history. It's about humans finally understanding who they really are, their sovereignty, their integrating with their body. But here's what's happening. Important point. You have all these things coming in, 
quite a change from anything you've experienced before. What happens? Well, the key, this is somebody. The key is those energies seem to come straight into here. Your body actually can assimilate or adjust to it better than your mind. Your spirit really does a pretty good job of um, moving and flowing with these energies. Uh, it actually, the spirit actually likes energy flow in a kind of a wonderful, perverted way. Uh, but that was, that was funny. Uh, the mind doesn't know what to do. So imagine, David, could you come up here for a demonstration? Yes, and with the, with the uh, headgear on, this is perfect. So all of these energies flowing in, all, all over. The mind, the mind is just trying to do its job. It says, what's wrong? What's wrong? You can sit down now. Thank you. Uh, what's wrong? So the mind goes out and probes in its own way. It sends out energetic signals all over the body, signals to the neck, signals to the back and the tummy and the eyes and the sinuses. What's wrong? The mind sends out signals to every part of your life, every what you would call aspect of your life, the part of you that is a partner with somebody else, part of you that is a professional, a musician, a radio announcer, whatever it is. Your mind is sending out all of these blasted – blasted – a replacement for a swear word – all these <laughs> all these probes everywhere, what's wrong? What's wrong? Because the mind is not at ease right now. What's wrong? When parts of your body receive the signal, they're like, oh, let me tell you about what's wrong, and start giving feedback. Start saying, oh, the pressure is terrible. The bones and the joints ache. Uh, the, the body, in a strange way, uh, starts doing processing with the mind. They're in kind of a, a, a twisted league together. The aspects are getting and feeling this message, what's wrong? And they're like, we thought everything was all right back home, but apparently it's not. And the aspects start, oh my God, if I could tell you about my carrier, my soul, what a bastard. What's wrong? Doesn't understand me, never listens to me. That's not your partner, that's your, your aspect saying all that. <laughs> so you've got all of these signals going out, what's wrong, coming from the mind, and it sets up the game. Everything's wrong. It start, then, then you're like, where am I? What's going on? Take a deep breath. It's actually not about you. Your mind is sending out false signals. What's wrong right now, Suzanne? What's wrong? Nothing, see? <laughs> Nothing's wrong. And what's wrong? Nothing. Nothing. Do you really believe that? <laughs> you and I have been talking. So, what's wrong? Absolutely nothing. If you can believe that. Now, you say, yes, but Adamus, I have all. Ah, you know, there's nothing wrong. When are you going to accept that? Yes, but I feel like I'm falling apart and I've got all these diseases. No, actually you don't. They're false signals with false responses, period. Whoa, really? Can, can you 
actually accept that? There's nothing wrong. Well, <laughs> love the hat. <laughs> there is nothing wrong. You're exactly where you should be. Your body actually really isn't falling apart. You're not going crazy. You're not going backwards. You can't go backwards. Nothing is wrong. You have an elaborate series of false signals. So, how do you get over it? How do you? Breathe. Thank you. Breathe and understand you are more than your mind. That's a little bit difficult because the mind has been highly programmed, but you are more than your mind. You're above your mind. Your mind actually doesn't really, 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 really want to get into this again. It was tired. It felt like it could integrate into the divine intelligence, but suddenly it's being called back up for emergency duty. When you come in and say, I am that I am, everything actually is okay, it will stop sending false signals. It will stop getting false responses. It will get you back into balance. It will help you to understand, not just from a mental level, but from every part of you, that you're being bombarded with energy right now. It is squeezing you, just like being underwater at 15 meters will squeeze you. It will make the breathing more difficult right now. It will make the appearance of reality very, very distorted. And it's not. It really is not. There's one message I can get across today. They are all false signals. You can argue with me till tomorrow about it, and you can say, but they're not false. Look at this and look at this. The mind is working. And part of you is actually enjoying the game. Have fun. Have fun. But they are absolute false signals. If you get into the place of Amyo, if you go deep within yourself, and deep within yourself is not like deep within the water. Deep within yourself doesn't have the pressure. It doesn't have the distortion of reality. Deep within yourself is not like diving down into physical reality and then getting assaulted by all these energies. Deep within self is freeing and and liberating. There's nothing wrong. Absolutely. Nothing wrong. Do you have enough amyo to allow yourself to accept that? It's not about belief. It's about it's about what's real. What's you? There's so much pressure right now, but you as very wise very experienced human angels can take all of that, can take all of the incoming assault, all of the exiting energies, and they're all just energies. You can actually alchemize or transmute them. It's just energy. It's not good or bad. In reality, it doesn't have any real pressure on. It doesn't have any chaos in it. It's just energy. And you can actually breathe it in. This craziness, this supposed craziness that's happening on Earth, you can breathe it in, just like you breathed me in before. You say, but you want me to breathe in chaos, more chaos, more craziness? You want me to breathe in all this terrorist energy, all this duality, all this anger and hate on Earth? Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Suck it in. Eat it up. Drink it down. Because it's just energy. In reality, it doesn't have any spin on it at all. It's just because it's difficult to interpret, difficult to translate in the old energy systems that it's confusing people. It's just pure energy. It is. Yes, there are days you read the, the news or, or um, look on the internet and you say, this is a crazy place. Absolutely it is. But it's just energy. So now it's time, if you choose, to tell every part of yourself, your body, your mind, your spirit, every part of yourself, there's nothing wrong. All false signals going out there. That's number one. What's going on? Pressure. Pressure. Number two. Uh, you can come up from underwater now. Really, uh, just imagine yourself up out of that wetsuit. Patterns. Patterns. Uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. The, the, um, any species of being that, that I'm ever aware of, whether it's human or not, whether it's in this earth or other places, uh, there's a tendency to develop patterns and systems anywhere, really. Even if it's um, pure creative energy, some other dimension, there is, there is this, I guess, a natural tendency to create patterns. Uh, patterns are a great way of understanding yourself and understanding the world around you. However, Earth has become extremely patterned. Everything in patterns, the way you incarnate, the way you, the way you eat, the way you pray, the, everything about the human life has become more and more structured, systemized, uh, less freedom and independence. Now that you have things like uh, uh, printed documents, and you know, printing is not that old in the scheme of things. Uh, have, things could be printed, and therefore organized into books, and organized into shelves, and now organized into energetic patterns. Internet, new patterns. These are all way of patterning. There's a lot of humans that think that patterns make life simpler. No, 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 they don't. They make life more confusing. More things to have to remember. Less freedom. Freedom is, is the birthright of your soul. And patterns restrict that, make life more, much more challenging, a, a lot more difficult. So what you're going through right now, you have given yourself the gift of depatterning. Depatterning. You probably had little, maybe big clues in your life about it, but the structures you were in before are going away. It's very disconcerting at first, because those patterns kind of helped you stay in line. Uh, those patterns um, you helped uh, make sense out of day-to-day -day life, and they really didn't. But the patterns are going away. The patterns of marriage, relationships, money, food, diet, health, all of the patterns are starting to break apart. The way you have known uh, music in the past, uh, the way you have known uh, psychology in the past, anything that, you, that, that has been part of your work or part of your play, 
the way you write, the patterns are changing. It's frustrating because as much as you've asked for change, much as you've demanded change, the minute it comes, you're like, oh my God, what's happening? Adama said, oh, how many calls a night do I get? A lot. So, uh, so. Never miss an opportunity. That's, that's what I always say, ever, ever. So now you have some, you have some uh, fairly apparent patterns on the surface. And by the way, as you de-pattern yourself, uh, you're going to find a lot more freedom. You, you get past the discomfort. You find a lot more freedom. It, it affects other people around you more than it affects you. Because they're used to your patterns. They set up their patterns in relationship to your patterns, and pretty soon everybody has their patterns. And uh, the, the conventional wisdom is that then everything flows better. The real wisdom is that everything comes to a halt. It doesn't work very well. You're depatterning naturally. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to uh, go out and buy a depatterning crystal, although I'm sure somebody would sell you one. <laughs> Great idea. A few, a few of you are thinking, I know. There's one of you in Holland right now that's already writing this down. Stop that. Don't do that. <laughs> so, but you, there's another pattern that, that's actually uh, more deeply embedded, that's more challenging. It, it's so much a part of you, it's so, such a big part of you, you actually don't really see it. So I'm going to ask here, with the assistance of Linda and the microphone, tell me a challenge in your life. Tell me um, an issue in your life, something uh, affecting in you in your life, and uh, uh, I'll tell you the pattern, if you dare to share. Dare to share. Oh, it's all volunteer here. Uh, I was sitting here saying, I'm not saying a thing. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> An issue, something, no. um, something that's, uh, that's stuck and blocked. Oh. Which one do you want? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the second on your list. Mm. First is a little personal. Yeah. Mm. Recreating myself. Recreating in, yourself, yes. Yeah, um, recareering myself. Ah, recareering yourself. Ah, good, good. Okay, thank you. So, um, uh, that's, a, that's a very pragmatic. So, uh, actually, I'll talk about that in a moment. Uh, I'll, I'll wait on that one. I have a brilliant uh, dissertation here in just a moment. So, uh, we'll come back. Another. Patterns. What, what, what's a challenge? What, what's, what's at you? Mary, what's, what's really working at you right now? My throat issue. Your throat issue. That's a simple pattern. Okay. Throat issue. Generally speaking, throat issue, you're not in your voice of spirit. Stand up, Mary. Stand up. We're going to have a shout out here. I'm going to shout at you. You're going to shout at me. Get the energy moving. Okay. So on the count of three, we're both going to scream at the top of our lungs, okay? With the uh, no, put the microphone down. <laughs> and just raw, open screaming, okay? On the count of three, I'll take mine off. One, two, three. <laughs> uh, that was, that was uh, good. But let, no, no, that was not good. That was terrible, actually. So. It's still stuck in there. Okay, so we will do it together this time. Okay. On three. One, two, three. 
How about everybody join in? On three. One, two, three. Ah! Ah! Good. Stuck energy. It's an old pattern. Not being in your voice. How many times have you been told... Be quiet, stop talking, you don't know what you're talking about. How, how many lifetimes have you been persecuted for speaking in your voice? Talk to Ann Garrett later on. You gotta let it out, gotta let it out. A little singing, a little screaming, a little toning gets it back. Work from your stomach. Your spirit wants to be with you in, right now in this reality, and it's not gonna happen here. That's where you've been trying. It's gonna happen here. Ah, Hannibal, thank you. Uh, it's, going to ha- it's going to happen in your body. It's going to happen in your art. Your art, even, you're suppressing because you can't get that voice out. It's an old pattern. So, time to. Well, the energy is actually stuck about right here. That's, like the, okay. that's the origin yeah. right there. Yeah. And you're feeling it about right there. Right. And my artist. And you know what happens if you don't get it out? Take a guess. I'm coughing a lot. Coughing a lot, yes. But coughing is just trying to tell you to let it out. It just You get sick. Something happens. You you uh, first of all, you're no because you're not getting it out, you're not getting it in. Mm-hmm. You're not breathing the way you should be breathing. Because you're not getting it out, it suffocates every part of your life. So you die young, or uh, you get a disease that goes, sometimes it goes into another part of your body. It doesn't have to actually be right in your throat. And sometimes it goes into your ears, because, uh, hello, Spirit is trying to talk to you, but you're not listening. Mm -hmm. Spirit is trying to say, be the I am, be the Amyo, be the voice. Never be afraid to speak out. Thank you. Thank you. Other issue. This is our, our, our expecting okay. Good, couple. good. Our any any issues? Uh, let's see. When does the baby do? February 14th. Ah, good, good. <laughs> hey, I have to say, uh, a very new baby coming in. Very new. Yeah. Expect surprises. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. But it's a wonderful thing. They, they're, they're, you're your new one coming in, is not going to have a lot of old hang-ups, not going to be bringing in a lot of karma uh, coming in very clear, but, but yet who's going to be very impatient with mm. both of you. <laughs> yeah. I can sense that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I guess the pattern, the, most, the one that comes up first, is a, a, it's around money. Yeah. Uh, and flowing, 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 and then stop, stop, yeah. stop, stop. Yeah. Flowing, 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 yep. stop. So it's not continually stopped, 
No, but no. <laughs> but, but that's a good one, and that's one I was hoping would come up. Money. How, how, don't raise your hands, I don't want to see. How many of you have money issues? So it's a pattern you got into. Somewhere along the line, you developed a pattern uh, of not having, ever having quite enough, or as Tobias would say, you, you bought into the uh, just barely enough consciousness, just barely enough to fill the gas tank to get here, just barely enough to pay the rent, but not enough to absolutely enjoy life. It has its origins, uh, I'm speaking generally here, it has its origins in some of your early church work, uh, you know, to, to uh, the vows of poverty are still hanging around. And I would say, actually, for most of you now, it's more of a matter of thinking that if you suddenly got a lot of money, that it, it was going to overpower you, that it would, it would uh, affect you, corrupt you, make you do something bad. You, you would get off of this uh, disciplined crap path that you've been on, and, uh, and it would somehow keep you stuck here on Earth. Uh, part of, no, really, part of you is thinking, you know, this is going to be probably my last lifetime, maybe second to the last. And if I get a lot of money, I'll probably want to stay because I'll be rich. <laughs> and I can do all these things. And you know what? I really don't want to stay, so I'm not going to have any money. You know? So what about if you went out in style? That's my preference. <laughs> Go out wealthy. Absolutely. You know, there are, there are, your mind gets in the way and it starts saying, yeah, but I need to know business. Business is crap. It's changing so quickly right now. It's so old. I mean, business today is to me like walking in a church that's 500 years old. It's stinky. It's, it's uh, dark. It just doesn't work very well. It's decrepit. So, uh, Sorry, uh, but uh, see, we talk. Uh, so uh, you, don't, you don't have to know anything about business. You say, but I don't have the education. Uh, business isn't about smarts uh, that, that lead you to believe that. It's not. Uh, and you, th you think to yourself, well, I just don't know what to do. Well, then you fall into the trap, the pattern. I just don't know what to do. Being wealthy is a natural state of being, period. Amen. No, let's not get into that. Uh, wrong path. Let's go the other way. Okay. <laughs> uh, abundance is a natural state. Lack of abundance is perverted. It really is. Uh, natural health is, is natural. Health, health is natural. Anything uh, out of biological balance is unnatural. Considering that you're a, you're a natural being, uh, it's time to get back to these natural things, but patterns, old patterns, are stopping you. You have to leap the pattern, let go of the pattern. A lot of, a lot of times, you, you, one part of you thinks, yes, I, I want to have money, for instance, and I can't, but another part of you cringes, like, oh, you're so greedy, or it's going to corrupt you, or you're just having a lot of wishful thinking, any of those things. You have to leap that. You have to say, that was a pattern. I'm letting it go. Damn it. Don't let the mind get – the mind gets into patterns. Don't get mad at the mind. It's just doing what it was programmed to do. 
and you say, abundance is a natural state of being. I trust my abundance, and then it is. Don't dwell on it. Don't do daily hocus-pocus over it. Don't get mental about it. The minute you get mental, you're back in a pattern, and it's not going to happen. The I am, the amyo, is natural abundance. Why not? Why not? So, good. Patterns. Next. Challenges in your life. Nice hair. Hello. Hello. Nice I'm hair. hair. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, probably the process of uh, hurting myself lately. Yeah. Physically. Good. Physically. Yeah, yeah. 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 First of all, is that car. better than emotional? It probably hurts a little more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, either work wise or uh, just car wreck wise. Right. Yeah. Good. Uh, so, pattern. What, what's going on there? Um, well, I thought it was a wake-up call, but it seems to be not working here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, 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 this is a little bit different than the, than the other patterns. Actually, uh, this, this one is serving you. Uh, and I, I want to address to everyone uh, that your case may not be just like their case, but here you're... you're hurting yourself physically, it's, it's a shock, it, uh, it's painful, but the wonderful thing is you're setting up to allow an infusion of more of your spirit in, into this reality. You recognize that you can't do it mentally. Uh, part of you still doesn't get the whole breathing, allowing, accepting thing because you're, you're um, very uh, macho. Uh, so what do you do? A macho guy? hurts themselves, and the pain, the, the shock in the moment, whoo, uh, spirit is infused into your body. And you can keep doing it that way, or you can get into that feminine energy think. and just breathe it in. Yeah. That would be better. That would be better. But you're probably not going to do it because, well, or are you? Give it a shot. Go ahead, give it a shot with everybody here. I just breathe it in. Don't think about it. That's when you hurt yourself. Just breathe it in. Keep working on that breathing. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yep. And it gets you back into your body. That's an invitation for a spirit to come into your life. Good. Much better. Good. Next time you hurt yourself, uh, call me. I thought I did last time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Well, you called me, but you called me something. Uh, <laughs> next, one more, one more. Patterns. What, what's, what's the challenge in your life right now? Uh, trusting my intuition. Yes. Okay. My heart, my yep. head. Okay, that's an easy one. It's a pattern. You've been programmed out of intuition, gotten into the brain. Intuition is, uh, uh, is either considered frivolous or... Uh, dealing with the darkness, uh, you know, the, un the unknown realms. Uh, intuition also is something that all of you were programmed to no longer trust. It was convenient because if, if you were programmed not to trust yourself, you followed the systems, well, uh, there were those who ruled and governed and cranked out belief systems that said, this is better. Intuition's a bad thing. Uh, and as a matter of fact, it will burn you if, you if you use it. So you have these patterns of staying away from intuition, not letting it come into your life. Intuition is a natural state of being. Mental is not natural. Mental 
is false. Again, nothing against the mind. We're just trying to get beyond the old programming, beyond the old patterns. The list could go on and on, but it's essentially about four different things. Tobias talked about it years ago. It is about, it is about abundance. Abundance is natural. Let it back in. Stop thinking about it. Just be it. Stop scheming. Stop scheming. See so many of you scheming for abundance. Puh. Just let it come in. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> just. Uh, the other one is your body, your health issues. Uh, and again, there's a lot of physical things going on because you've gotten into the pattern of uh, displacing or uh, misidentifying energies and putting them into your body, and then your body gets sick in response to it. The false messages coming from the mind, the not knowing how to keep the physical energies moving and flowing. They back up and they cause physical problems. For right now, for any of you that has any sort of physical ailment at all, whether it's cancer, diabetes, aches and pains, uh, you know, arthritis, any of those other things, I have to tell you, I, from my perspective, these are false. They're absolutely false. Yes, they're, they're diagnosed by a doctor who does x-rays and all these other things, they're all false. They don't belong there. They're not yours. Don't carry them around anymore. They're old patterns, old ways of really bringing in and then kind of burying energy or avoiding it, and then obviously it pops up somewhere. It pops up in your kidneys or your livers or, or your, your liver. You only have one. Uh, <laughs> Your, your, your hearing, your sinuses, whatever it is, and then you wonder what you're doing wrong. You're not doing anything wrong. False signals. There is nothing wrong with you. It's that easy. It is that easy. That easy. There are patterns in relationships, and, and these are, these are the, some of the gnarliest, stickiest uh, ancestral karma, karma going long, long ways. And the fact that you still haven't learned that you're your own best lover, and you're your own best partner, but you want to keep trying to find a partner who is going to unbalance you, not, al- not always, but a lot. You're looking for something in a partner that you, you uh, think that you can't have within yourself. So you end up in these bad relationships. You become patterned into them. You don't know any better. There are patterns in your life that you're actually not willing or ready to let go of. You're really not. Because what if you didn't have this financial issue? What if? Big pattern here. Search for God, or truth, or the answer, or whatever you you want to call it. The search. That's a big pattern. That's a huge pattern. What if you got into enlightenment in this moment? What's going to happen? You, you know, vanish off the face of the earth, probably. And, and, and part of you says, well, I can't because I have to take care of my kids. Oh, really? Your kids, they're yours? You own them? You made them? Well, kind of. But they're not yours. And believe it, they really don't need you. I hate to tell you, they really don't. I mean, love you, yes, need you. Like you think, like you want them to need you, like you're sometimes desperate for No, 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 no. 
They, they really don't. So you use things like, you know, but if this good thing happens in my life, if I suddenly have a book that's a major, huge hit and that everybody loves and it really helps other people, what are you going to have to give up? <laughs> they have to travel around, get in front of groups, talk your truth for once. You're going to have to answer questions. You're going to be put on the spot. Other people will come to you about their lives. That's a lot of pressure. Let's just not do it, and we'll just complain about it instead. <laughs> Sorry. It's a pattern, my dear. Don't you see it? It's a pattern. And every one of you has a metaphorical book or a project or something you want to do or become do channeling, do grand music, or, or it doesn't have to be grand. But what do you give up? What patterns have to shift and change when you let yourself realize your dreams? That's what's holding you back. I don't care what it is that you have or don't have, what your issue is. There's an old pattern in it, and what I'm asking you to do is look at the pattern. Look at the issue. What would happen if you didn't have that anymore? What happens if you have to give up um, your alien mind control, using that as an extreme example? Really? Oh, you wouldn't believe the calls we get every night about it. How do I get rid of the aliens? <laughs> Talk to Andra. Uh, <laughs> she'll beat them out of you. Uh, so, but you know, I mean, they believe it's real. We look and say, wow, really? And, but, but they're in that pattern for a reason. It's serving them, just like any pattern, anything that you're uncomfortable with is serving you. Otherwise, it wouldn't be there. If it's there, you must like it. If you're miserable, you must like it. There's people who love emotion and drama, or they complain about it because that's emotion and drama. But if it's there, please look at why. Please look at why. There are, there's nobody inflicting it on you, and it's not because you're a bad person, or it's not because you're not spiritually enlightened. It's serving you until you let it go. We have to take a look. What are you going to give up? A relationship? Kids? Um, uh, physical reality and the planet at this time? You're going to have to give up your privacy. You're going to have to give up, maybe, just maybe, the games, the macchio, which leads us into our next point. And this one is um, worthy of a, a whole shout in itself, a whole shout. But this one is really coming up right now. Actually, has surprised those of us on the other side. Uh, it's coming up that uh, enough so that it deserves more discussion than what we're going to have today. Destiny. The whole belief in destiny, that's a tough one to let go. Because the moment that you do, you have to take responsibility. It's actually, I would say, easier for a human to, be to believe in and to give up to a higher authority. Whether you call the higher authority your, your soul, that's a bunch of macchio at times. You know, like your soul has this plan and is making you go through it in a painful, miserable, 
uh, unconscious way? Really? Or you think destiny comes down from, uh, from, the, from God? Really? God has no destiny. The Spirit, all that was, doesn't really care. Doesn't need to care. Has no plan for you. How often do I hear from the religious types on earth right now about God's plan? What? God doesn't have a plan. If God had a plan, it'd already be done, and then you wouldn't be going through all this. God's plan would have an ending. So, there is no destiny. There is absolutely no karma. Absolutely none. There is no soul plan. There, yes, you had some things you wanted to do while you were here, but those are done. They were gone years ago. Uh, and a lot of you are operating in the void now. What should I do? Waiting for, waiting for somebody to show up. You ask me all the time, Adamus, what am I supposed to do? I don't care. <laughs> I want you to stop asking me that question. That's what I really want. It's the only thing I care about in the universe. Stop asking me that question. It doesn't matter. Can you handle that? It doesn't matter. There's no plan. There's no angel league. There's no council of 83 up there that's directing this. Astrology. I love astrology, but I hate what humans have done to it. They have decided that it's the new guiding influence. Well, new, I mean, thousands of years old. But they, they have bought into old patterns of astrology. Astrology is neither plus nor minus. Astrology isn't a directive. Astrology, if you really look at it, is layer after layer after layer of potentials. But humans look at one layer and say, oh, I'm supposed to be like this. I'm supposed to be like that. I'm supposed to. You know how many humans every day read cheap astrology and, and then believe it? And then it happens and they say, see, this is what it said. Well, sure, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And, and then it happens. They get into that pattern. Astrology is a beautiful thing. If you look at it as a mechanism for exploring potentials and then selecting the ones that you want to experience. If you go beyond the typical charts, go deeper into astrology, multidimensional astrology, you'll see every potential that you can choose from. And because you created those potentials, there are almost infinite potentials to choose from. When humans buy into any sort of uh, destinal, destinal package, I made that word up, I like that. Uh, you're buying into a package, like you buy into a package for your uh, internet and television and cell phones. You know, like you're going to get a package deal. Like, uh, what's, what's my destiny? And then you kind of accept it. And on your bad days, you say, I just, I don't know. I, I just can't figure this one out. It's somewhere out there. My soul must know. You are your soul now. No more separation, no more division. You are your soul. I'll move this along because um, Linda says that we should be brief. But I have so much fun with Chambra. Other groups would have thrown me out by now. You let me stay. I mean, what a, what a blessing. Next. Take a deep breath because this one might come as a bit of a surprise. These are the dynamics at work in, I mean, today. 
today, right now. This is why, why you're feeling, thinking, reacting, hurting, uh, uh, inspiring uh, how you are, because these are at work right now. You're not very green. You're using up a lot of paper. I love using paper, <laughs> because we'll grow more trees. So, next, purpose. And it goes back mm. to the earlier question, purpose. Make a big statement here, and you're going to have to really chew on this, and, and uh, you can throw things at Calder after I leave, if you don't like this. <laughs> you do not need a purpose in order to exist. And, but you believe that you do. What's my purpose? What, and it ties into destiny, it ties into patterns, and it ties into pressure that you're getting right now. The vast, vast, vast majority of humans believe they have to have purpose. There are books out there right now that just make me want to do spiritual vomiting. <laughs> the purpose-driven life. Oh no, here we go again, down the tubes. And, and purpose is macchio, absolute macchio. But you still wake up in the morning saying, what's my purpose? Do I have to heal others? Do I have to save the planet? No. There is no purpose. Get it? There is no purpose. Breathe that one in. Oh, ah, that's a big vacuum. Or not. There is no mission. There absolutely we're going beyond old energy passion. In other words, that you have to do something. You have to be something. There has to be a purpose. God must have put you here for a purpose. God doesn't care. <laughs> really. Spirit has no plan for you, and therefore no purpose for you. <laughs> you do not need a purpose to exist. Therefore, can you exist? Can you get over that huge, old thing? And that's what's happening in your life right now. It's coming up. You've had purpose on top of purpose, layer and layer and layer and layer of purpose. A purpose has been kind of an interesting rocket fuel to get you through a lifetime. Uh, it, 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 your purpose actually kind of keeps you here, but it's false. And sooner or later, part of you says, hey, that's a bunch of macchio. You know, my purpose is to fill in the blank. And then, let's say you reach the purpose, then you get really, really depressed. It's really sad when you reach the purpose. So you know what you do? You put the purpose in front of you like a big spiritual carrot, and you're always then trying to get the purpose. You're working for the purpose. You become righteous. You become driven. You become neurotic and insane, <laughs> trying to get to this purpose that's never there. Let's cut the string right now. There is no purpose. Well, but then you say, my life is meaningless. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> There's no purpose, there's no meaning, there's no, there's no passion. Yes, those are old, and they're macchio. We're talking about amyo now. Those are so old and so infested with, with uh, maggots and critters and junk and garbage. And it's a cesspool. Can you imagine for a moment a life without purpose? Can you imagine, ha, writing a book, The Purposeless Life? <laughs> Parentheses, 
parentheses and answer to all of you anal buttheads who believe there has to be a purpose. I would love it. I, I do better at book titles. Buttheads? buttheads. I do better than Kutumi at book titles, I think. <laughs> you know, purpose. Purpose is a really bad bed partner. Really bad. It, it will rob you. It will steal from you. It will deceive you and delude you. And it, it will falsely inspire you. But when it falsely inspires you, it keeps you from your true inspiration, which is just to be. Just to be. Without purpose. Without meaning. How liberating. How amazing that you can just exist for the sake of existence. That your passion is, is just to be. That you, yay, you think you're Ali. Oh, we won't go there. Uh, amen? No. No, let's not do that. So, it is so liberating, but yet so challenging. So, you've had things come into your life lately. You didn't know what they were, but what does this mean? There is no meaning. What am I supposed to do? Nothing. I, I, all of this going back and forth. And, and then you're wondering, what's wrong with me? Nothing. So, so I want you in this next month to really, uh, really feel into no purpose. No purpose. Let yourself go absolutely meaningless. Let yourself go, I have no purpose here. No passion. It's going to feel very odd and uncomfortable at first because you're, you've been driven for lifetimes. Purpose and passion have sucked you back in here before you were actually ready to come back in, into this lifetime. It's, it's, it's macchio at its finest. Uh, but you don't need it anymore, and you're feeling, you're experiencing the energies around you that are nudging you, uh, nay, pushing you out of purpose. Get out of that old, it's, it's programming. It's a, it's a bunch of old self-programming, mass consciousness programming, programming from uh, beings from the other realms who are sticking their psychic probes uh, somewhere down into you. And they love humans with purpose. It's the greatest way to uh, tingle with you, to dance with you, to, to manipulate. Let go of purpose. I mean old energy, purpose, the way you've thought of it. Let go of passion and discover what's really there. It's amazing. It's, it's challenging. And you're going to do something, I'll tell you in advance, because, because I know you. <laughs> you're going to say, okay, I've thrown out this, I've thrown out that, and I've thrown out all these other things. I'm clear, Damas, I threw out all my purpose and passion. I'm going to say, no, check your pockets out. <laughs> you're still hiding. Oh, I, 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 I forgot, Adamas. I forgot to take that one out, too. I'm going to say, check again, there's still more. That, well, but... Um, Say, Adamas, I, 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 that I have to have. I'll let go of all these other things, and I'll be pretty clear. I'll be 99% clear, and, and therefore I'll be able to get 99% freedom. No. No, all has to go. You, you can't hang on to any. And you're going to go through some, some torment, perhaps, and some anxiety. And then you're going to question, say, well, what did he really say? And then you're going to get philosophical about it. You're going to talk to other Shambra, and then you're all going to try to dissect what I said. I said, you don't need purpose in your life. You don't need purpose to exist. Period. Period. And then you're going to exist in a new way. Really, really wonderful 
new liberated way. So these are the elements that are influencing your life right now. They're tough, but you're better than that. You're allowing yourself to experience them because you are expanding. You are, you are the standards. You are, ah, that's old purpose too. Uh, you just are, and that's, that's a beautiful thing. Let's take a deep breath and move on into uh, our next segment, a very important or not. <laughs> a long time ago, I feel like I'm going to tuck you in here in a minute. Uh, once upon a time, a long time ago on Earth, there was this thing called magic. Now, some of you are going to ask later, well, why didn't I call it fantasy? Well, fantasy has a bad connotation, so I'm going to call it magic. But a long time ago on Earth, as in the other realms, there was something called magic. Magic was this uh, creative expression and creative interchange into the other realms. A long time ago on Earth, you were able to actually experience, to feel, to touch, to see things like the wind fairies. Wind fairies, they float on the air. They're, they float on the air, they go by you, your mind says, oh, that was just a breeze. No, that could have been a wind fairy. There are cloud angels, and your eyes see them on occasion, but then your mind jumps in and says, well, no, that's just the air movements and patterns in the sky with the temperature and the moisture affecting the shape of the water droplets that are suspended in midair. Okay, okay, it's an interesting way to live, but there actually are cloud angels. There's actually been a unicorn over in the corner the whole meeting. And some of you have actually felt something strange, but your mind shuts down. Oh, that's nonsense. Can't start thinking that. They're going to think we're crazy. No, they already think you're crazy, so it's okay. Experience the unicorn. There are gnomes. There are elf fairies. There are water elementals, little, little brilliant, beautiful, uh, magical beings in the water themselves. There's Merlin. Merlin. Very real. Very very much a part of reality right now. But humans have shut out magic in their lives because it doesn't make sense. Right, Charlie? It doesn't make sense. It's, it's, um, it's not in the patterns that you should be in. So it was squeezed out a long time ago, shut down, so that everything could be in its nice proper order and we didn't have crazy humans seeing little energies running around. Seeing little invisible magical energies, they're an essential part of Earth. They've worked with Gaia since the beginning of Earth to sustain life on this planet. They are still around. They are changing right now also. A lot of the, um, the elementals, the magical beings that have been here, now uh, some of them are leaving, new ones are coming in. They don't necessarily take on uh, the physical qualities that you would have in elves and leprechauns. These are real, my dear friends. These are real. These aren't just fairy tales for little kids. They're very, very real. And unfortunately, with the, with the loss of creativity, the loss of imagination on Earth, they went uh, along the, the wayside also. They were forgotten about. So what happens when they're ignored, or when you humans turn their back on them? They 
they are in compassion, so they turn their back and leave because they're not wanted. But they wait. They wait for the right time, and it's right now. It's time that magic come back to this earth. Magic does several things. It opens the corridors between the dimensions. These are dimensional beings, generally non-physical, magical beings. They come now to work with humans on earth who are, just for the joy of it, just for the joy of creating the new earth, just because you can. They are going to be in the air, in the earth, in the water, all around you. They're coming into your dream state if you allow them. They're coming into your imagination if you use it. They're not here to give you answers. They're here to play. They're here to help you move into dimensions that you've never gone into before, to help you expand out of your mind. They're here to help balance the new energies, to keep the new energies flowing, to keep them clear. And they're here. They're in the room now. They've, they've been showing up in your life. little wisp you see over at the side, a little tune you hear, but the moment you focus on it, it seems to go away. A little uh, feeling at night when you're sleeping, like something might have just come by and brushed against you. Again, we're in the time of the return of magic. You've worked with it before, so there's nothing really to learn right now. It's just about allowing it back in. Yes, there'll be some new ones that come in that, that you haven't experienced in the past, um, but you're going, to, you're going to relate to them because the elementals, the, the magic beings, are simply the manifestations of your past infusions. I put it this way. When, you, uh, when, when the angelic beings came down to seed the earth with life energy, they infused this magic into earth. When you came in and took on physical body, one of the first things you did was start infusing or breathing life into the things around you. By the way, one of the trainings that we've done in some of the old mystery schools, we'd make ceramic statues or ceramic figures and have you sit there for, for years, breathing and infusing in until that statue came to life. Started walking, talking, uh, moving around, and then you knew, you understood the infusing. You don't need to sit there for years anymore. You just need to do it. This is a new energy. It doesn't take as long. That being said, the, these magical beings are the manifestation of your infusions, of your breathing your life into the water, into the air, into the ground, into the animals, into the invisible realms. They're yours. They've been shut out for a long time, and they're ready to come back now. Well, let me say, you're ready for them to come back. This will help do many, many things. It will open your imagination. It will, if you allow it, give you just great joy to play with them. Oh, at first it's going to seem a little odd because you've been told that uh, you're, you're four years old now. You can't, 
you have these uh, imaginary friends. I'll tell you what, uh, some of the greatest beings of our time would, would not necessarily reveal it, but Thomas Edison, uh, a grand inventor, some of you have certain feelings about him, but Edison would play with the elementals. He allowed himself that, um, that luxury, that he allowed himself that, uh, uh, what would you say, that pastime. He enjoyed doing it. He didn't tell anybody about it because he knew they would think he was crazy. But it's also where he received some of his best ideas. Not because they gave it to them, but because he was in creative mode. And then he would have the answers. It has been used by Einstein, by some of the greatest thinkers, musicians, Mozart. All They would allow themselves to play with the magic of life. Of course, they couldn't talk about it. They couldn't express it. But they knew it was an important element in, in their joy of life, in their work. Now, some of them said, you know, I'm, I'm brilliant, but I must be crazy because I'm doing this. So they, they were afraid that they were losing their mind. Actually, they were, but that was a good thing. So, dear Jean-Bro, I'm going to ask, I'm going to ask uh, John to play that last song from Anders, what we played coming into this session. I'm going to ask you to really breathe in and allow yourself. Go crazy. There are a lot of beings in this room right now, ranging from our ever-present unicorn to the little elves and, and the air wisps and everything else. Some, some again, which don't even take on physical-type qualities. Allow yourself to just experience them. How do you do that? Well, not up here. You do that by just opening up, breathing, and playing. Let's, let's just be playful for a moment. John? Seven on my game,
Invite your Bacowas. Invite your Bacowas in right now. Part of the magic. You created your Bacowas. It's part of you. It's the, it's the expression of yourself. They're magical beings and they play with these other beings. It's been so, so long since these beings were allowed to come in, or for, since you allowed yourself to experience them. It brings back a lot of fun. It doesn't have to be a grand purpose other than just bringing back what's natural into your life, going beyond the patterns and the, the, the limitations. It, it adds so much color to life. But at the same time, it opens the corridors between the dimensions provides a way to really help balance and keep the new energies flowing. Bringing back the magic right now and all these magical beings are also what a lot of the, what you would call the crystal children, the, the new ones coming in, it's what gives them their playthings, helps them stay in the imagination. Actually, if you could imagine a being who's never been on Earth before, coming in for their first incarnation, going through a lot of training in the, uh, in the New Earth schools, but coming in for the first time and feeling the harsh, harsh reality of Earth, just like you were feeling before going deep down into the water, that extreme pressure on your body, sense of confusion and disorientation. By bringing these magical beings back right now, will make it so much easier for them. Will make it so much more comfortable and soothing for them. Do it for yourself. Bring back the magic for you, but you're also doing it for the new ones. With that, my dear friends, I'm off to a meeting in Florence. And remember, all is well in all of creation. And therefore, I am Adamus, in service to you. Arrivederci.